Hi and welcome to the Digital Accessibility Podcast with me, your host, Joe James. Throughout this series, I will be interviewing professionals who work within the space to share their expertise, journeys and general thoughts on the key issues facing the industry today. My aim is to provide an in-depth look into the world of digital accessibility and the impact it has on the lives of anyone who interacts with digital technology. Our goal is to bridge the skills gap in the current market and inspire others to join the movement towards a more accessible digital world. So whether you're a seasoned professional or just starting out, I hope that this platform will provide you with valuable insights and practical advice from experts and advocates in this extremely important community. Today on this episode of the Digital Accessibility Podcast, I'm absolutely honoured to be joined by Paul Van Verkham, uh, co-owner and accessibility advisor of Abra. Abra builds software and provides advice to people um, to help make digital accessibility understandable. Paul is also one of the managers of the APT Foundation, uh, which we'll hear more about later, I hope. Um, he's been working with within the accessibility field for the last four years, and prior to that, uh, has been an entrepreneur in the technology development space for over 10 years. He's making a huge and truly positive impact on the European web and mobile accessibility market and is hoping to increase this impact globally. Uh, I hope that that introduction is accurate, Paul, but forgive me if I've missed anything at all. Yes, yeah, so, uh, sounds, uh, sounds good, so I don't have to introduce myself anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, if, if if there is anything I've missed, then then fire away. But um, um, I guess my first official question would be about your background or how you first came across accessibility. Um, yeah, that's OK. Yeah, first, yeah, thanks for having me on this podcast. Uh, uh, yeah, it's nice to, uh, that you invited me. Uh, and I think it's really cool to start to share our story uh, that we yeah, that we have and about the cool projects that we are doing uh, and yeah, to to realize our goals to make the apps, all apps uh, accessible. Uh, first, we did it in the Netherlands, but like more and more we're uh, like moving abroad. So this is really cool podcast to uh, to share the story that uh, we've been going through. Yeah, my name is Paul van Workum. I see myself as an entrepreneur, like I'm uh, yeah, living in the Netherlands and I'm I'm a dad of three and yeah. In the last 12 years, I've been developing myself, uh, created a few companies, did some really interesting projects, uh, uh, I can say. And yeah, basically it started app, the, with the apps I started like seven years ago. Together with my wife, we were going to build apps. We have a team in Ukraine uh, with uh, that, that does the development and we did uh, the project management. Amazing. Uh, and basically, I got introduced to someone and uh, that was the starting point, but uh, uh, the starting point of uh, like uh, in the accessibility world. Uh, right, but yeah, maybe I think we come to that uh, later, right? <laughs> yeah, we will. I'm sure we will. Hopefully, <laughs> um, but that's brilliant. So, like you said, you you've been in that sort of technical technological space, development space for quite some time now, which is is excellent. So you've probably seen things from both ends, um, and I suppose, I mean, so for me, digital accessibility is something that I stumbled upon because of my work as a recruitment consultant working with companies that was the request so they they asked for people with um with experience in that space um however I I I 
my impression is that accessibility is something that can be stumbled upon by able-bodied people because I feel that unless you have your personal experience in you know needing assistive technology or or some some assistance with digital accessibility it's kind of just something that's there that's not really spoken about but I don't know is that your experience is it something that's stumbled upon or or otherwise yeah for me like like I was developing apps of course and uh for me, meeting Jan Jaap de Groot was a starting point. Like he was a, a, it was in 2020, just before COVID, and he's a, yeah, he's a real expert in in actually building those apps for people at, at that time, mainly people that are blind, right. uh, so that that the screen reader is working and and uh, yeah, that experience is now way more broad. But in the beginning, uh, uh, it was like focused on uh, screen reader users. Uh, and yeah, basically, Anyap told me that there would be some legislation, mm. and that it, that so I I told him like, oh, that's interesting, and like entrepreneurial as I am, I will I asked him like, okay, just send me some information, and we will look at it, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out, and uh, yeah, it's always interesting to get some new insights. But basically, he told that yeah, there was no information available, so legislation for all governments and all commercial companies. But there's no information and no solutions. And so it was, we knew that there was going to be quite a big need, but there was still no solution. And right. yeah, basically at that time, just before COVID, we started it as a basically a hobby project, uh, like writing down articles, uh, like investigating, uh, and, and basically starting our knowledge platform at that time. And uh, yeah, that 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 hobby project uh, became a little bit bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger bigger and yeah, basically like the platform now expanded to yeah having a lot of information about yeah the different kind of assistive technologies and and how many people are using those about the standards and how to interpret interpret them. Uh, but also on how to fix errors. We have about 300 code examples at the moment. So uh, yeah, if you want to make wow. an app accessible, just check app.org and it's 100% for free. Uh, and that's yeah, that's the way we want to uh, yeah to to work. Like share a lot of things for free, and there's always companies that uh, will hire us to do uh, uh, to do. Uh, let's say paid ad, uh, paid advice or something like that. Sure. But uh, yeah, basically in the beginning it was like kind of a business opportunity for me. So like big big opportunity. Uh, like if if bigger the bigger companies the bigger app builders need something and they don't know how, then of course it's a business opportunity. But yeah, uh, we try to make it like that. We have also uh, yeah, that we have a lot of impact as well. Mm -hmm. So we want to create win-win situations. So for the, the user, for the companies, and also for ourselves, uh, so that we can also continue the things that we're doing. But yeah, what what I see is that we we created a reporting app, and we got like around 400 reports from real users, and I was the one following up those reports to the companies. Right. Yeah. So meeting all those people and seeing their problems. That they, yeah, that you can't put the heating higher because your app is not working or that you have a washing machine and it up it has an update and then you can't control it anymore like yeah. like really like mm. things that we are not able to 
understand. But basically, really important things that like your it influenced the their ability to to communicate to 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 communicate with their government to like really uh, important things that are not working uh, and not working uh, because they are not scaled, but not working because it's not working. So that there's a door that is closed, and it's not closed because the user did something wrong, but because the app builder did something wrong, and that's like. For, for the business opportunities is is interesting, but I really feel that we have a big responsibility now as well, and uh, to uh, make the choices that we can make the apps more accessible. So it's really our it became our mission really to 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 do that. Absolutely, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, like you mentioned there, from the reports that you were getting through uh, the reporting tool that you'd created, some of those things you probably wouldn't have thought of in your own personal life because I think it's it's technology affects people in so many different ways um, but that's yeah. fascinating and 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 admirable that you decided to you know do something about it um, but I like that you've mentioned it was a business opportunity you know and and that's the world we live in right we're looking to sort of we have to have a return on investment we have to be able to do things that we can make you know sustainable but it's it's now become more of a a mission or feel like it's a a personal duty to you know uh, make yeah. things accessible but what we saw is that 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 in the beginning we we had an hourly rate internally that was too low mm. and we were able to do all those big projects ourselves but we were not able to scale up because like if we would hire other people uh, we it was not not yeah no one wanted to work for the same tariff and we were building our company so for us it was a uh, like building the reporting app uh, building the platform building like all yeah we we did, we did quite some some like paid blocks with subsidies from and, and yeah like some funds like the Bartimaeus funds and SCDN funds in the Netherlands and also the government uh, from the Netherlands really helped us for example those code examples were paid by the Dutch government Wow. Uh, so they paid us and we worked for low tariff, but in the end, we have 300 code examples that we offer for free. Mm. But of course, this is uh, for the users, great for app building companies. It's great for the government is great, but we created those companies. So if there's questions like who will be asked, like, yeah, so it's also for us in the end good. But I think the approach that we have is that we want to have impact. And if you have impact, then the business opportunity comes from that. And it's not the other way around. No, absolutely. And I completely agree with that. I think that's, you know, it's admirable. I think that's how more things should be <laughs> in the world. But um, excellent. And that's, that's really great. And like you said, there wasn't any, you identified the issue of there not being really any documentation or um, any advice really out there um, or examples. Yeah. So it's great that you've put that in place. But I feel that... I, as with every technical field, there's somewhat of a skill shortage. So um, you you met Jan Yap, and he's been able to help you with uh, with the development side of things. Um, and my job as a recruiter is to help find more people with those types of skills for other companies. So um, how do you have a an idea, or do you have any advice on how we might be able to keep up with that demand? I know that you've created a very good solution there with with training and, and advice. Um, yeah. But do you have any advice on how to to attract that kind of talent or, or training in that space? I can share some numbers. Yeah, uh, great. 
accessibility when implemented well, so that if you have like the structure there to like processes and knowledge and then to, to make your app accessible, it costs around 10 to 15% extra. Wow, okay. If you don't have those processes in place and you have to start from scratch, it will cost you even more. <laughs> uh, but basically, that means that if you have a development team of 100 developers, like, like for example, in the Netherlands, the bigger banks and the media companies and insurance companies, they, they, they have that kind of teams. You need around 15 extra people <laughs> uh, to be able, yeah, basically to be able to develop the same functionality, but then in an accessible way, uh, if implemented well. And most companies don't have that in place yet. Um, so this is really a big challenge. It's not possible, basically, that that we have 15% extra developers. I don't know how how it is in the rest of the world, but in the Netherlands, it's it's like already a big shortage now without uh, uh, the need of developing in an accessible way. Uh, but what yeah, what we try to do there is like we want to make access accessibility like easier and more fun. So if you have to fix an issue and you can look at app.org and you can find it right away, then of course it it, it helps with lowering the amount. And if that happens, it, it of course, if more companies and more developers can easily find solutions and easily find the knowledge, then more steps are made in accessibility work. But there's a shortage, so it's always a balance and it's 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 not possible to do everything. So if you make it easier to do it, then that's where you can have a big big impact. And uh, yeah, basically we had the platform app.org, and yeah, I think it's interesting platform. But still, like we were giving a lot of trainings to companies. Uh, so we give the kind of kickoff training. We it's like to to learn the basics. It's uh, normally two hours and. I think we gave it for a few thousand people already, and uh, it it's it's nice. But we thought like, okay, what what if we can record that? Mm. And in the end, it, it turned out that if you record it, like I don't give that many examples, so it can be can be within half an hour. So if you now go to academy.abra.nl, you can find the free training of half an hour. Uh, I think you followed it yesterday. Yesterday, have, yeah. yesterday. Uh, so it just recently launched, and yeah, if you follow it after half an hour, you you know the basics, and you know also where to find the other stuff you need on app.org if you want to explore more. And that's I think that kind of things. Uh, I believe that a lot of developers will get the awareness on how important this is, but also find the tools and the information they need to be able to do it themselves. Uh, so that's a, as a company that gives advice to companies how to do this, maybe not smart, but what we see is that in the Netherlands at least, because we do those things, that also the bigger banks and insurance companies and media companies that like for a relatively small company, uh, we have quite a market uh, uh, gap uh, because we're really efficient because we know we created the, the content so we know where it is and i only have to send you to the right URL and then you know uh, how to fix things or how to 
yeah, to, to, to find the knowledge that you need. And that's, I think, uh, uh, what we want uh, to achieve, that we make the accessibility easier and a bit more fun. Yeah, amazing. And you're making digital accessibility more accessible <laughs> or the implementation of accessibility accessible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I always tell the story about like we have a, like we had a, like a book uh, mm. we developed it it's all it's a, uh, we will now uh, this coming months uh, develop it uh, it translate it to English and also oh, print it again but what we always say is that like on Friday afternoon at three o'clock if you then think like okay let's have two hours of accessibility if you then go to the wake guidelines mm. then five minutes five minutes later you're drinking beer and like celebrating the weekend instead of like reading the book and and to get the first insight because wakeac is really really great to 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 to, to go to the last 10 percent but to 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 make a first step it's it's really elaborate really complicated and we try to make it a bit more easier and sometimes it's what we do is not uh, in, in 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 the book it's a simplification meaning that you lose context and that in, indeed it's not like uh, yeah it, it could give that you oversimplicate but the problem with accessibility is that developers don't know uh, where to start and and if you solve that in the next steps it will become better absolutely and i i completely agree i feel that it's um it's one of those things that it's how on earth can you if it's something you've not come across before or you've not really discussed and you have maybe someone's reported a, an accessibility issue with an application or a website yeah. and um the only documentation you have is this extremely verbose um elaborate documentation called wakag and you know I, of course it's all numbered and you can, if you know what you're looking for you can find solutions but if you if you yeah. don't know what you're looking for then you'd be just as lost, um, but that's great. And, and I, I, it brings me on to my next question as well, because I've discussed previously with a lot of people about um, the difference between the documentation that's available for web or website accessibility and yeah. uh, mobile app application accessibility, because WCAG, um, you've got sort of the ISOs or the, the Equality Acts and things that, that, that primarily focus on, on website or web accessibility. But there isn't really much um, in the UK market or I, I believe in the global market that has really sort of um, drilled down into the mobile side of things, so applications. And I believe that's what yourself, Abra and and Apt have, have sort of done. But um, maybe you can share some more info on that side of things. Yes, yeah, the, the uh, governments and also I think in the in, in future the, the commercial companies look at the EN standard, at least in Europe. Uh, and in the EU EN standard, you, the, it's referred to the, the WCA guidelines. And uh, yeah, it's 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 the best we have now. And it's not ideal because some interpretation is not, yeah. It's it's an app, it's a different kind of thing. Uh, yeah. And and but but it's the best we have, and you can inter interpret it quite well. And also, if you if you follow the guidelines, and you're uh, yeah, you have you you have to be able to perceive things, you have to be able to operate things, and you have to be able to understand things. And then yeah, you have certain 
like criteria where you can you look at and if you if you you read that and you think okay we have users that are using this app and we have kind of a guideline saying you should be able to see like to to perceive everything then for deaf people audio is quite challenging so there should be an alternative uh, for visually impaired like if you're blind you you need to have the screen reader read everything for you so if you see something that is important it should be read that's it's it's not that complicated but you should there's a lot of people different kind of people with different kind of uh, i don't see I, I i always want to avoid saying disabled people or people with a disability yeah. i always say i, I want to say uh, people dependent on their screen reader and yeah. people dependent on keyboard or people dependent on larger font size uh, by doing that basically if you implement the larger font size and the screen reader and that it works then those people don't have a disability because they can fully partic participate and that's yes. that's i think that that the guideline is not ideal but if you have the goal is that users can participate also from the guideline the goal is that there's some kind of black and white uh, checklist say okay if, if if i do this then users can participate equally and that I think it's a WGAC is a great first step, but what I see, and yeah, we have the, uh, I followed up 400 of those reports. Uh, it's quite a cool uh, uh, reporting app we we created because basically we had a like a form on our site where you can just like put some information, and then I got an email stating like a user <laughs> has a like an issue somewhere. I was always asking them which app or which what's what kind of hardware and what kind of software are you using and then right. before i knew the issue there was uh, eight emails already uh, uh, further and like really challenged so what what we did is we, we created an app uh, you can just uh, make a profile really easily like i think four or five steps uh, then you make a new report and at the time you make the report you just type Something like yeah, the, I was going to our news app, and in the, the tabs in the bottom they don't have labels, so it's for me hard to uh, navigate. Okay, great. Yeah. But then for a developer, it's quite complicated because he like what's like I, I can see those tabs. Like what's wrong with it? Like screen reader, I don't know what it is. What 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 are you what are you talking about? So there's a lot of uh, problems that users don't understand the developer and the developer don't understand users. And what we try to do is that if the user presses send, we ask basically the app reads out which hardware, which software, which, uh, uh, yeah, if, is he using dark mode? Is he using the screen reader? What font sizes is he using? So we get those information, including the text feedback, and then we ask the user, hey, oh, yeah, I know you're using the screen reader, but we have really cool instruction video and you can make a screen recording of you navigating to that tab wow. bar. Yeah. And by showing the video and the tab bar states like in the news app stating like tab one, tab two, tab three, tab four. So yes, hey guy, I'm blind. Like I'm, it's read out, but it doesn't have a label. So I, I'm not able to to understand it and then we say okay great we add our solution i say okay labels to tabs 
that's uh, app.ly slash 4.1.2. So also a solution. And then you have a report that is done. Like one issue, Perfect. you can fix it. So that's that's something that we do uh, 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 in our foundation. So we have an app foundation. It's the free knowledge and the reporting app. But also in on our business side, it's it's called Abra. We have, we have the academy. It's also for free. But basically, that's uh, we want to make some like uh, uh, more like iOS and uh, Android uh, developer trainings, and that will be paid. But in order to have also uh, uh, yeah. like that, we can uh, maintain uh, all those uh, uh, all those knowledge. But the cool thing is, if you have one report that you can follow up really good, uh, really good. If I ask a user to go to a certain app and ask 14 questions, and I ask maybe five groups of people, depending on uh, a keyboard or screen reader, or then I have 15 people, 15 reports. It's like 200 something like tickets with yeah. uh, videos, and then you have a really extensive user research. And we did a few of those, and yeah, it's that input. It's 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 for companies that are already let's say, no, yeah, almost comply to the, the WCAG guidelines. And then you, you still see that there's a lot of uh, low-hanging fruit, basically, on improving uh, the app. And it's not it has nothing to do with WCAG. It has to do something with user experience. So it's right. like it has certain steps in that uh, as well. And is, are you sort of using the WCAG guidelines as a um well as a guideline and then and mirroring that to what the similar sort of solution may be in a in an ios or an android application um are you using that as the foundation or or is it completely in an, in, an entirely different now the the, the waking guideline is a is a it, it's not dependent on technology mm. so you can you can interpret it quite well for apps uh so yeah it the, the uh, what I see is that what what we do is like we have a, a, basically we do audits like full research on, and and then like really test apps to, to the full wake guidelines. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one and two. There's there's the usability testing with users and and I think those two are uh, you should do both if you want to make your user happy because only with user testing. Yeah, I think it's not the best first step because st first you should make your app technically equal, equally yeah. that 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 thing that that there's labels and that the, the larger font size and landscape mode that that that's working. That the contrast is good. First you need to do that, and if you do that well, and then ask users for feedback, then you get feedback uh, that is valuable. Because yeah. if you ask users uh, feedback then they're able to give feedback if your app is really bad. Uh, but as a professional, I can give the feedback way more faster and also give solutions right away. And, and uh, then a user research is, is, yeah, it's quite expensive compared to a professional just making a, a video of the app and giving comments like, well, like testing the app. So, yeah, what we see is that, uh, uh, that it's not one solution for all the companies, but that the first step should be making your app usable and to, to complying to the guidelines as much as possible, and then ask also ask users for to make the last 
step and that it's also that the usability is uh, becoming better. Definitely. Perfect. OK, brilliant. Thank you. And I think so there was another question I think that we, we we've already approached, which is is fine. So I'll just move on to the one of the, the last probably the final question for, for this podcast, which I'm hoping to do in every episode is um, what do you believe is the simplest, most cost effective and convenient way that someone could implement more uh, digital accessibility in their own workplace? Um, so that's anyone at any level, I suppose. So it's it's quite a difficult question, I suppose. But um, do you have any any nuggets of advice for people? Yeah, in our in our reporting app, we got like uh, quite a lot of reports, and about fifty percent of them is that there's no labels. Right. So if you want to, it's and it's it's easy, really easy to fix. So if you if you say like we, we're at the starting point of accessibility. We didn't look at the accessibility yet. Okay, put on the screen reader. It's not that that complicated. Uh, go from left to right, top to bottom to the screen. If you have any missing labels, add them. Yeah. This is this is really simple. It will take you a few hours, probably. Uh, but then the screen reader at least reads out what you visually see. And then, of course, things are, can be complicated and it can be, let's say, mixed up and difficult but but at least you hear what's under the button that you're going to press and that's uh that's 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 one uh, secondly yeah maybe i will regret i regret saying this later but uh <laughs> what we what we do when we uh, start with uh, advising companies is that i put i take my phone uh, put large font size on put the screen reader on and just make a screen recording and then go from left to right, top to bottom through the screen and say, yeah, this is a button. It should, it's a back button. It should have the name back because otherwise it, it will just announce button. Oh, this is a title. Oh, you should mark it as a title. It's 1.3.1. Oh, by the way, this is a, I don't know, tab, uh, uh, tab bar. It should have a name. It's, it's missing now. And it should say that it's the first out of four tabs. Yeah. Okay, great. Thanks for listening. It takes me maybe five minutes. That's yeah. how we, we do consultancy. Just really like test the screen in five minutes, uh, give them 10 points that they should fix and yeah. they can be working. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's nice. Like, I don't know how, how many people will uh, watch this. So that maybe I will regret this. Because if you want to make like the first step, uh, just send me uh, uh, an email or email joe maybe that's better <laughs> you can. and that that I, I i really like accessibility is really difficult because it's like 50 points from the, the waker guidelines it's so many things that can go wrong but to make a first big step just yeah it's not that easy and i don't do, do this to to make sales afterwards because all solutions are app.org you can do it yourself it's even a training at 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 academy.abra.nl that's also for free so there's no that all the steps you can do it yourself you can do it for free so yeah there's no uh, excuse not to do any inaccessible apps anymore that's it so, and i think there's no excuse at least for the like you say the first step and adding labels i think that that's a great thing that we can sort of take away from this is is it's a fundamental thing it's something that will make life better for a huge amount of people um like you said 50 percent 
of the reports on on your own uh, sort of foundation mentioned labels. So it's um, it's it's a small thing that can make a huge huge difference. So thank you. That's a great bit of advice. Um, so I guess um, finally, just if you'd like to share any more information you have, I know you've mentioned um, Abra and um, and Apt the Apt Foundation. Um, I'll be sharing the links um, alongside this podcast. So, um, but if you've got any sort of uh, websites that you'd like to sort of mention um, or anything else that you'd like people to sort of go and follow um, after listening this, then um, then yeah, fire away. Yeah, I think uh, the most important we already mentioned. Uh, maybe it's nice to 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 mention that on uh, on the platform app.org that there are some beginning beginner guides on how to start and how to start testing. Like do, that, those two are really yes, it's yeah you can start with everything and then yeah then you are drinking beer five minutes past three. <laughs> uh, it's bet it's bet to make a first step that is let's say easy and fun and you see that it, that it, it improves and and yeah that you then go take it layer by layer by layer and, and in, yeah that you make steps in the in the in, in in a certain direction but the first step should be small easy and and you should see results really fast and that's uh something that we would like to trigger brilliant perfect Excellent. Um, great stuff. So like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll share links and things as well and let people know how to get in touch with you um, if they want to ask you any questions or hopefully send you some some business, uh, some your some business your way to help them um, increase their accessibility, which would be great. Um, and I'd like to just finish with a quote that actually um, touches on something you said earlier in, in the episode, um, and that is when a flower does not bloom, you fix the environment you don't fix the flower. Um, and that's something that you mentioned earlier, that if you take away those barriers or those doors or those blockers, then that person that's using it no longer has a disability because it's actually the environment that's disabling people um, or the application that's disabling people rather than their own sort of abilities. So thank you so much again for all of your knowledge. Yeah, thank everything. you everything that you're doing in the space it's 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 ad admirable and um yeah really appreciate your time again thank you paul you're welcome bye bye see each other soon will do thank you